0: This is the Extravagant Promises Podcast, and I'm your host, Gregory. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. This is a podcast about reckoning, recovery and redemption. We share our experience, our strength and our hope. Before we begin, I'd like to go over the usual suspects of four housekeeping items for your consideration. Number 1, this is not an approved AA meeting. It's not an AA meeting at all. It is simply a solo act of service and that I do to help me stay sober but also that I want to provide to the 12-step recovery community and, frankly, anyone who's out there sick and suffering inside or outside the rooms. If you're alone, if you just need to plug in the headphones and get away from whatever you're doing and hear some recovery talk, or if you're out somewhere where you can't get to a meeting and you just need to hear some experience, strength, and hope, that's what the purpose of this podcast is. Second, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. Please take everything I say as simply one person's experience without any medical training, not gospel, not advice, not opinion giving. Number three, this podcast will always be commercial free, advertising free, and I will not accept or solicit any kind of contributions or donations. This is a pure act of charity and service on my part. Number four, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all our traditions. I sound a little harsh there. Number four. No, but But my anonymity is important to me. Obviously, it's not hard to find out who I am. But I do ask that anyone who's trying to find out, just preserve my anonymity. I will protect yours as well. Please don't dox me. Please don't out me. Please don't. Uh, hurt me. I am simply trying to carry the message to the sick and suffering in an act of charity. Um, if you have any comments, criticisms, concerns, anything at all, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me at Gregory B. That's G-R-E-G-O-R-Y letter B at extravagantpromisespodcast.com or on Instagram, which is at extravagant promises podcast, And you can DM me there or leave a comment I I don't know, really, that I get a lot of comments, so uh, DM, email, whatever, I just would love to hear from you. So, with that, on with the show. All right, well, today is January 15th, and this is episode number 46, Forgiveness. I want to thank everybody for their continued listening of the Extravagant Promises podcast, and just let you know how much it means to me. You know, I've been working with some other guys lately and um, it's incredible how the acts of charity and forgiveness and, and giving really giving service. That's what I meant. Uh, It's incredible how it just gives back to you tenfold. And I want to, I want to discuss something that I am embarking on in 2020 and that I think I would suggest that you consider as well for your your practice and your recovery and your your path, your journey. Let's start with uh today's daily reflection, January 15th, an unsuspected an unsuspected inner resources. Gosh, I am having trouble reading this stuff. Um maybe need to work on my glasses. <laughs> Let me try that again. Daily reflections, an unsuspected inner resource. With few exceptions, our members find that they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. That's Alcoholics Anonymous, pages 567 to 68. From my first days in AA, as I struggled for sobriety, I found hope in these words from our founders. I often pondered the phrase, they have tapped an unsuspected inner resource. How, I asked myself, can I I find the power within myself since I am so powerless? In time, as the founders promised, it came to me. I have always had the choice between goodness and evil, between unselfishness and selfishness, between serenity and fear. That power greater than myself is an original gift that I did not recognize until I achieved daily sobriety through living AA's 12 Steps. Wow. Um, That is just, that hits me so hard because like I said, I'm always uh, struggling with this concept of powerful, powerless, Um, you know, do I have the power? Do I not? I I don't want the power anymore. I want to give it up. I have admitted I was powerless, but that doesn't mean that in my heart I've bought into it. And, you know, there are all kinds of dichotomies throughout the big book that I think are elegant and exquisitely, uh, not ambiguous, but certainly nuanced. And one of them is this concept of powerless. But listen to that. In time, as the founders promise, it came to me. I have always had the choice between goodness and evil, between unselfishness and selfishness, between serenity and fear. I have had that choice. That's a choice I made. And while I'm powerless over all of these things, I have the power over that choice. And that takes me to this concept of the St. Francis of Assisi prayer, where it's like it's through death that we're reborn. It's through giving that we receive. It's, you know, that that incredible, it's through surrender that we receive victory, and, and it's through powerlessness that we ultimately gain power and, and a, a, personal growth mindset and, and belief. Viktor Frankl, the, who to me is one of the great prophets, you know, the writer of the, about his experience in the Holocaust in the epic, uh, memoir, man's search for meaning said the last of the great, the last of the, of the human powers, essentially human, human condition, the human strength is the attitude that we choose to have in any given moment. And he talks about men and women walking into the gas chamber saying the Lord's Prayer. How much more power can you have? How much more power less can you be in a way, but you are going, you you know, that is just the ultimate, in my opinion, of just like courage and, and faith. I walk into the darkness and the abyss and the horror and the terror and, and I'm and I'm and my faith is strong. That's how I feel about the program, about about AA. I don't know. I know how it works. The 12 traditions tell me why it works. I I don't know. I don't personally understand how all these things are so magical and they and how they work together. But I believe, you know, I believe. So one thing that I realized was, um, you know, as I've said on this podcast many times, is like all the times I've worked the steps, all the resentments, all of the, you know, all of the character, the defects, the inventories, you know, I could not shake this just burning rage of resentment towards um, certain individuals and really I realized like that those individuals it's just like a universe of people I, I you know it grew so much I was so burnt up as it says I was so sore you know about slights and wrongs and they started with some pretty profound wrongs child abuse um emotional abuse just just horrible stuff that happened to me and behaviors by people in early life and later life that just are inexcusable but I realized that you know, it was tearing me up. And it was actually I had been warned about this in, in a meeting out in Vale, Colorado, God, it's gotta be a couple of years ago. Somebody said, you know, hey, um, if you don't if you don't get, get this straightened out, you're gonna drink again. You're gonna use, you're gonna go out, you're gonna whatever, you gotta get this straightened out. And I it just sat with me and I couldn't figure it out. And I burned my my fourth step journal. This is epic. Oh, I mean, my God, all these charts and letters, that, you know, to to God and things that about what was wrong with me and and why I was wrong and irredeemable and all the things I'd done and all the things that had been done to me and you know. And I burned it and was like, I've got to let it go. Got to let it go. And you know as the new year was coming to a close and I realized like it's taken and I feel like, I feel like it's been lifted. I feel like the rock has been dropped. I feel like that weight has been lifted from my shoulders, but, but it was like, I I just didn't quite have that spark, you know, of like the flames, you know, where you're like, man, it really, that, that rocket has ignited, you know, the rockets there and you can feel its power and it's warming up kind of thing. But it was like, I got it. I just don't feel, you know, I don't know what's wrong. You know, I'm, I'm, am I faking it? you know, I feel so better so much better, but, you know, but, and, um, it kind of came to me that it was like, you can't get over these resentments. You can't heal. You can't be forgiven by yourself. God forgave you. God forgives you, but like, you won't accept it until you meet God kind of meet God halfway, like meet with, with the ultimate of, I forgive you that those words come out of your mouth. And I sat down with my kids and I was like, do you, do you guys feel like, um, can, can you forgive? can we be about forgiveness? Can I be forgiven? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, do you feel like I have a problem forgiving people or, and they were like, absolutely. And they kind of spelled out for me like, you don't let things go. Uh, about about all of us, I mean you're like the prime sinner, so to speak of not letting things go of holding a grudge they said you, you just have these grudges and these and I was like, man, and I said, okay guys, I promise to forgive I forgive everybody it's a clean slate can i can I get that from you and they were like, yeah and it just was like magic you know it was like mystical it was it was It was powerful. It was just suddenly coursed over me that it was like through, by forgiving, we are forgiven. Ephesians 4, 31, 32 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. John 1 9. 1 John. 1 John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I mean think about that. Luke 17, chapters 3 through 4. It's chapter 17, 3 through 4. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. That is the key. So, uh, you know, all right, this is what I did. You know, to my mother, for beating me savagely as a child, for humiliating me in public, for ruining relationships, for striving to harm me, for reasons I will never know, Um, and I don't care to know, I forgive you. To my father, for watching and allowing it to happen and blaming me and telling me your mother loves you every time she would lay a weapon on me or she would hurt me and curse me and humiliate me publicly, privately for the invisible scar of your validation, for not being there and standing up like a man and protecting me. I forgive you. To a certain person who I had a professional relationship with, who lied to me over and over again, and and I could not break the cycle for almost ten years. Codependency and and just the the, the unprofessional behavior and the and the risk you put me into and the lies, I forgive you. to my ex-wife, who cursed me, who called me a faggot in public, who humiliated me, who threatened me, who would torment me nightly with texts and messages about how I was going to be ruined and how they were going to take everything of mine and how I was being watched. and. Acted in concert with my mother, bugging my car or whatever GPS, putting putting private investigators on me when I had moved out, when I was gone, you know, um, for spending untold hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, with that I could never get back for for having threats and threats and threats and, 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 and driving me near to suicide with my fear. For, for drinking yourself stupid so often and to the point of a, a toxic lethal overdose, the kids crying, me having to come in, be a single parent while you're in rehab. I had to pay for your rehab or else you wouldn't go even though we were divorced and your family threatening me. I forgive you. I forgive you. I know you weren't well. I know there were demons and darkness inside you. Mother, I know that you were, you must have been hurt so bad as a child or something that you would do that to a child. I'm sorry. I forgive you. Father, your cowardice. I I forgive you. Ex-wife your viciousness, your drunkenness, your alcoholism, the abuse. I forgive you. I forgive you. And I ask all of you, please forgive me. I was no saint. I have sinned in so many ways and I am so sorry. And I've pledged to live my life in a way that you will never regret the decision to forgive me if you will and god please forgive me and have mercy on me i'm telling you ladies and gentlemen if you can if you can say those words it's like a powerful cloak that just embraces you i mean i feel giddy almost with with relief when i say those words out loud and impo- i forgive you you're forgiven I do not countenance what you did. I do not ratify what you did. I'm not resigned that it had to happen. I'm not resigned that it wouldn't. It will ever happen again. I will protect myself so that it doesn't. But I'm strong. I'm made stronger by the hand of the Almighty. Like Bob Marley said, redemption song. My redemption comes through the power of the big book, through the power of my higher power, flooding me, coursing over me with that, Love and forgiveness. If we're painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. We know not. (laughs) they are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. God, thank you for bestowing upon me the power through powerlessness, the, the, the victory through surrender, the forgiveness through my own forgiveness of those who have armed me. I surrender myself to you. I surrender myself to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I surrender myself to my higher power. Please, if it is your will, please forgive those people who have done wrong. Please forgive them as you have forgiven me. Please continue to allow me to have the foresight and the wisdom and the serenity to to forgive those who hurt me. Please allow my listeners to have a wonderful sober day today. Amen.